0: continuing on the trend of talking about how Naval Ravikant has influenced my thinking I've been listening to the Wealth podcast on the Naval podcast which dives deep into his tweet storm that he put out about how to create how to generate wealth and it goes in line with many of the concepts that I was already familiar with but it has helped to crystallize my thinking and it it, it being the beginning of the year, I decided to take the concepts that Naval has and see if they sync up with the way that I think about saving money and generating wealth. And so I want to just kind of go through all of the ways that I think about this really for myself, just to make sure I have an understanding and for anyone else in case it's helpful. So let's start from the beginning. I have a job, I get paid twice a month, and I spend that money on rent, food, things I want but don't need, donations, savings, and then wealth. And I want to focus on the savings category and the wealth category. When it comes to savings, I think about that as just like my COVID fund. If shit gets really fucked up and I just need money right now, that's where that is. And I feel good about the contribution that I've already made there. And so I'm actually not putting any new money into that savings fund. The reason is because every single day that money is left in a U.S. savings account, it is becoming less valuable because we are printing money by the trillions and the purchasing power of a single U.S. dollar will continue to fall over time. And as I've said on this podcast before, the reason that is is because the Federal Reserve creates money. They create money by just giving banks new balances. And then those banks create the money by loaning it out. For example, let's say a bank has 10K to its name, right? 8K is loaned out to people and 2K is held in reserves because of the reserve requirement. The Fed will just decide, hey, it's a recession. We need to get more money out there. We're just going to give this bank an extra 5K out of nowhere. And so now that bank has 15K to its name. And because they've already met the reserve requirement of 2K, they will lower the interest rate in order to get people to take out loans and get that 5K out of there, at which point 5K has just been created out of nowhere. And every single time that happens, the money supply increases and the purchasing power of the US dollar goes down. So it's important for me to have a savings account, but I don't want to put too much money in there because I recognize that it's losing value over time. So that's savings. Let's talk about wealth. The backdrop from Naval that I want to start with is that we're not going to earn our way to wealth. Right? You're not just going to exchange time for money and end up wealthy. The reason is is because when we make money, we usually spend most of it and save a little bit of it. And if we're only ever saving a little bit, we're never going to get to that point where we don't have to exchange time for money. And so when it comes to wealth, what you need is to own a piece of a business. These are Naval's words. I would change that to you need to own something that has the potential to increase in value over time. The reason is, is because unlike a savings account, where you put the money there and it either stays at the same value or it decreases in value over time, if you can put money away and it can actually earn while you're sleeping, if it can increase in value over time, that's how you'll build wealth. That's how you'll get to a point where you can live off of the dividends or the earnings of your investments and no longer have to trade time for money. And so for me, there are four buckets that I think about for wealth creation. The first is a Roth IRA. For my age, there's a 6K cap to how much I can contribute every single year. I use Betterment, which means that I am investing my Roth IRA into UX index funds, which means that instead of buying like Apple, I'm buying the entire U.S. stock market. And I'm basically placing my bet that not one company will do well, but that the U.S. stock market will just increase in value over time. That has been the case. That is what has made Warren Buffett and many other value investors very, very rich over time. So my Roth IRA is a real simple retirement account. The Roth part of it means that I pay taxes on it now instead of later when I withdraw for retirement. The reason I decided to do Roth instead of a traditional is because I believe taxes will be higher by the time I'm 60 years old in the United States than today. The reason I believe that is because I believe that while the US will always be more capitalist than socialist, I think that the left controls the culture of this country and we're going to move towards socialism slowly but surely. And even if we don't go full socialist, we're definitely going to have to increase taxes to pay for all of the money printing that we've been doing over the past 40 to 60 years. So that's one bucket. The second bucket is an individual taxable account. This is also at Betterment. It has the same exact portfolio as the Roth IRA. It's just that I can withdraw from this one at any point Versus with the Roth IRA, if I withdraw before I'm like 59 and a half, there's a penalty. So I think of this as actually a better savings account. This is money that I can go get whenever I need it, but I'd rather have it in the U.S. stock market than in a savings account because I think that it'll grow more in the U.S. stock market. And another thing that I want to talk about here is the value of compound interest. The reason that I feel really great about investing in this Roth IRA and this individual taxable account is because my investments will earn over time so long as I don't take them out. For instance, let's say I put $1,000 into the US stock market through one of these accounts. And let's say the market was up 5% over the course of the year. Now in my account, I have $1,000 and 50 in that account. Let's say that in the second year, it also went up 5%, the US stock market went up 5%. Instead of me now having 1100, right, 50 plus 50, I now have 1100 2.5. Which doesn't seem like a lot, right? The difference there is instead of earning 5% on a thousand again, I'm earning five percent on a thousand fifty. I'm earning on top of my earnings. And as anyone will tell you, two to the nth minus one power really becomes a lot once you give it enough time. And so the fact that I've started investing so early, I'm 23. As long as I don't touch any of those dividends and earnings for a very, very long time, that's going to grow a lot because of compound interest. Now let's talk about a few other things. Again, Naval says, own a piece of a business. I say, own something that you think can appreciate in value over time. Bitcoin is one of those things. I've talked about how I feel less good about savings accounts than I did before I understood how the US prints money. Honestly, it's the same with the US stock market. I think the US stock market has been an amazing investment for so long because the US has been on top for so long. But I see us losing our position to China, to the India and the Brazils of the world over time, or at least just not being the dominant, dominant player where every other country has to back up their currency with US dollars. And so I want to diversify and put my money my wealth creation money into something that is unrelated to nation states and bitcoin is that thing and the amazing the amazing feature of bitcoin is that it has a fixed supply there will only ever be 21 million bitcoins which means that when demand for bitcoin goes up the price can only go up and so investing in bitcoin right now i feel incredibly confident despite what happens in 2021 if it drops back down if it goes up i don't give a fuck. All I know is that it's going to be very, very valuable by the time I'm old. And so for me, Bitcoin is the best, best long-term wealth creation asset I can invest in. I I know that eventually it's going to be worth more than it was when I invested in it because it has fixed supply. has fixed supply you can't create more of it it's a stable asset people will always want it as a hedge against inflation similar to gold but better than gold gold can be mined it's really hard but gold can be mined there will only ever be 21 million bitcoins the best wealth creation asset you can invest in and the last one is actually a piece of a business i own i'm very very Lucky to be working at a startup that gives out restricted stock units And so for me as I continue to rise over the corporate ladder What I'm gonna be very very deliberate about is not increasing my income, but instead negotiating for more stock Right because US dollars are great, but owning a piece of a business is better Especially if you believe in the business and I absolutely do believe in our business And so just to recap when it comes to building wealth It's not about renting out time in exchange for money. You can do that and that is the strategy for wealth creation so long as you believe in saving That's the critical part to this whole structure. You have to have a low time preference. You have to be thinking about your 30s and your 40s and your 50s and your 60s. For me, the ultimate goal is financial freedom. The way I define that is I get to work on the thing that I want to work on that day, not what I'm supposed to be doing for work that day. And I can get to that place if I continue to keep my spending low, my saving high, find good investments that I think will accrue in value over time. And the most important part of this is not giving myself golden handcuffs. Where people make mistakes is that they save a little bit, but every single time they get a promotion and they make more income, they don't increase their savings. It's really, really easy for us to spend as much money as we make. And if we don't increase our savings, then we're always going to end up on that wheel of, oh, I need to be spending this amount because that's what I'm used to, which means I need to be making just a little bit more than that. And we never get off that wheel. We never get to the place where we can wake up and say, huh, I want to work on this today just because I want to. That's true financial freedom. That's is true retirement. And one thing that helps me is just automatic investing. I've set up automatic withdrawals on Coinbase to invest in Bitcoin. I have automatic withdrawals from Betterment to invest in these different accounts. And my RSUs at my company will continue to accrue the longer I stay there. And so for me, it's about low time preference, saving as much as I can, trying to keep my spending to a consistent level. And honestly, Now that I've really recognized what makes me happy, it's super easy to do. I know that spending money doesn't make me happy. And so the only thing that I want to do with money is either give it away or invest it in wealth so I can get to a place where, again, I'm retired, financially free, and I can do with my life exactly what I want.